Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Public Affair. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to ask you guys to please take a look at my description and see how you can help donate to Fatboy Michelada y Botana. They had an unfortunate house fire and lost everything. I want us as a community to help give back to this family who's done nothing but good for so many people here in town, as well as myself here at The Public Affair. To Fatboy Michelada y Botana, I am praying for you guys. You guys, I am pleading to you, please do what you can to help this family out, get back up on their feet. Many prayers to you guys. I love you all so much hey everyone you're listening to the public affair with me andrew g i see someone different every episode but do me a favor keep it between us hey guys what's going on it's me andrew g and welcome to another exciting and kick-ass episode of the public affair before we continue of course i have to use this opportunity to thank everybody so much for all the love and support that you guys continue to show the show of course to rogue media network who lets me come on this show and just do me and all my slutty antics i truly appreciate you guys we've got mason producing this episode allison was just here big shout out to mike hamilton and of course, Corey Dickman, you guys are the greatest. Thank you so much for all the production of The Public Affair. And to all you guys who continue to like, share, and subscribe, you guys are the best. If you haven't liked, share, and subscribe, do so right now. Ew, the button's right there. Why are you just acting all lazy, all right? <laughs> now, no. listen, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout-out to just a few of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair while somebody's sliding in my DMs. This episode is brought to us by David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He is the number one sales agent in his office. He's going to help you buy a home or sell your property. I just got off the phone with him, told him, David, we need to have another brunch meeting because that's usually when he gets me all toasted is when I decide I want to go ahead and buy a house. And definitely the person to go to when you don't know what you're doing, David Santabanez has all the answers. you know him? Yes. You know, oh, isn't he the greatest? Yes. Oh, I love that guy. There's a reason why he's still the number one sales agent in his office. Make sure you follow on Facebook at David with Alinea. Call the number on the screen for all your real estate needs. Thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. Of course, to Arturo's Frame, where Arturo lleva de la Cruz. They do wood framing for houses and all remodeling. That's right. They also assist with building a brand new home because sometimes you don't want to move in somebody's old house, right? You want your own house the way you want it with the island right there so that way you can pick your wife up put her on there and show her what a real house is follow espanol <laughs> call the number on the screen for a free in-town consultation to, and follow on facebook at arturo's frame eva y arturo muchas gracias por todo thank you guys so much for all you do for me in the public affair of course the jb auto detailing my boy joseph blancas who provides mobile detailing for all of waco and the surrounding area i'm talking about the surrounding area and he's promising a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee leaving your vehicle looking brand new and fresh that's not the only thing he's guaranteeing though wink <laughs> price and <laughs> at jbautodetail.net. Call the number on the screen to book and follow on Facebook at JB Auto Detailing. Thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of The Public Affair. Oh, oh we share this next sponsor, yes, uh, Banda's Hauling Service with yes. Julian Anabanda, who I love. Yes. Isn't he just so dependable? Yes. It's always, I should have you do this ad. <laughs> what, do you, uh, what do you think about Banda's Hauling Service? Uh, the best hauling service around. That's uh, it. If that's... you need anything moved or anything, hit them up. I love it, yes. And he's running dump trailers. You fill it up and they're going to take it all the way. Even that man who's at the house running up all your bills while you have to work and he takes you to work while he drops you off in your car. He also does junk removals and tree yes. rush removals and all cars in and out of town. Definitely a jack of all trades. Book now with the number on the screen with Junior Anabanda. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, to Sid 
brought you you guys with elite barbershop got me looking all snackish for gabriel but gabriel don't swing that way stop it stop it he's on you he would drive call the number on the screen to book or download the squire app walk-ins are welcome as well he's also got marcus grill chris reyes santos cordova david rodriguez isaac chavez clint fletcher and isai reyes over there making you look as snackish as i have for more than a, oh my goodness more than 160 episodes of the public affair my age is showing or that means i'm still relevant darling thank you so much for all you do for me in the public affair all right guys so like i said i've been super excited to have this next guy on my show he's been referred to me by quite a few people um if you heard by the voice then you know who he is already right and, and uh, it's in the description but anyway listen he is the comeback king he took a break from whooping nigga ass just to be here on the public affair i am so excited and to get to know Mr. Gabriel Resendez, local boxer here on The Public Affair. How you doing, Gabriel? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing so good. I'm really happy. This is our first time meeting in person. And I'm so happy that you don't know who I am and you just decided you were going to come on this show anyway because any exposure is good exposure, isn't it? Yes. Especially for the Comeback King, which I love your shirt. I need yes. one of those. Yes, I do got you, one. Do you, do you have one for me? I yeah. wear a small. <laughs> I got one. I got a small. Did you? Okay. <laughs> no, well, listen, Gabriel, um, I, I've been watching you do your thing on social media behind a plethora of sponsors so congratulations to you Thank seems you. like a lot of people are invested in your quote unquote comeback which i want to get into in just a few minutes because okay. I, I definitely want to know why you relish that name the comeback king your boxing skills are obviously superb and it seems like you're coming back with a vengeance it seems like you're coming back 10 times harder than you did prior is for that sure. correct for sure yeah for him okay what color are those eyes they're mesmerizing uh they're hazel <laughs> how many girls are in your dms right now because they're hazel uh, too many. <laughs> too many. Okay. Now, is the wife? I remember you said that you had to pick the wife up from her, but does she fight? So she'll beat. She'll beat their ass. Yes, she will. <laughs> does she box harder than you? Uh, no, she doesn't box. She just works. But she just fights. She's a fighter. South Waco. South Waco. <laughs> they, South Waco you know, fighter. Fight. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, Gabriel, listen. Thank you again for being here. We definitely want to get to know a little bit about you. And and again, shout out um, to our friend Penguin, who we both love. Yes, Penguin. Peng Penguin told me a long time ago to get you on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you really give him the credit. <laughs> yeah. I give him the credit. He's a good friend of mine. Isn't he great, though? Yeah. You know, he assured me that the North, South, and East got my back because a lot of people want to fuck me up now. I don't know why. I think right. it's because I crossed my legs. I don't know. Hey, well, South got your back for sure. The South for sure has my back, and I love it. I love going to HB in South Waco. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best HB. Please. And, and now that you're the comeback king, I'm going to be like, you better stop fucking with me. I'm going to call. You know, somebody slid in my DMs yesterday talking about stop sliding in their man's DMs. He said he was going to come to my house and rock my ass, and I was scared. Tell him you got the comeback king behind you. Okay, so you whoop their ass for me? Yes, sir. I'll bail you out of jail. That we have the same sponsors. I'll, I'll just that be, works for me. That's <laughs> Listen, so please introduce yourself to us. For anybody who is like, who is this guy that you pulled out of wherever? Why is he the comeback king? A little bit about your life growing up and who you are, please. Um, Gabriel Resendez, I'm the comeback king. Mm -hmm. um, local boxer I have the Waco. Uh, just making my comeback. You know, I took since 2017, I haven't fought. Oh, so wow, really? Just trying to come back. Okay. Like you said, I'm coming back with vengeance. I'm yeah. Coming, I'm coming back for a belt. You seem like you're going really hard, and it's, like, scary hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I started off at weighing 230. Right now, I'm at 175 even, so. Is that a good thing? That's a good thing. I'm at weight. So you just got fat? Is that what happened? Or you just, yeah, well, yeah. you know, I lost my parents and stuff, and when I lost oh. my parents, you know, I kind of fell back from Did everything you? and stuff. But okay. That, now I'm back. Did you lose your parents back in 2017? No, or? I I lost them in 2020. So okay. 2017, oh. I just kind of fell off, you know? Yeah. Kids and just everything. Right, right. 
I, I wonder how much, you know, I definitely want to talk about your life growing up and everything, because you are from Waco, is that yes. correct? Okay. Now, when I was doing my homework, what's going on in Lorena? Because I lived in Lorena for a minute, too. Yeah, I lived yeah. in Lorena's. Uh, I went to Lorena School uh, from middle fifth grade to mm -hmm. 11th grade. How old are you? Right now, I'm 34. What do you mean, like, right now you're 34, so tomorrow you'll be 37? Like, no. <laughs> uh, tomorrow I'll be 24. Uh, well, I went, <laughs> well, you don't look a day over 21. Numerically speaking, I stopped counting after 21 because I want to be young forever. Yes. And I'm not going to give you my tips to stay young because you're not gay. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I went to Lorena. I, I had a guest from here on that was from Lorena. My cousins are from Lorena. So oh, nice. you guys all know each other. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're Gomez Edwards. That's Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, okay, there you go. But, uh, no, um, so, so you grew up in Lorena, Waco. What was life for you like growing up? up though gabriel i mean would you say that it was pretty hard i mean you look a little rough around the edges there's tattoos everywhere um uh you know growing up you know it was a little little rough in south waco okay my brothers are older than me so mm -hmm. they always had people that didn't like them or something uh -huh. they were always you know grew up like gang life and yeah, stuff. yeah so were you were you involved like with a lot of fighting and stuff like that because of them or did you get in your own trouble or uh I was a little younger than them, so I didn't really get involved with their stuff. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm 10 years younger than them. But, yeah, I got involved in my own stuff. Really? Can we elaborate a little bit, please? I love getting to know y'all's backstory because I I feel like all of this molds who the comeback king is. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So what was going on in South Waco at such a young age that you just were getting into so much trouble? Uh, Like I said, my brother's in them, so my dad yeah. was just... Like, you know, I got to get him out of Waco because okay. he's going to go down the wrong path and stuff. So right. that's when we moved out to Lorena. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we moved out to Lorena and I went out to Lorena and became the, uh, a stud out there. So seventh grade, eighth, yeah. seventh grade oh, football. All the little white girls were all over you, huh? Yeah. Them hazel eyes and that brown <laughs> caramel skin, huh? They didn't know what to do. Yeah, so out there I was the football stud and okay. athlete. I was an athlete out right, there. Right, right. So. Got you. And then um, my dad... That's why he moved us out there to be an athlete out there. And do do you think that it was a good move though? I mean, did you did you get out of trouble after that, or were you just kind of like, oh well, now I can run shit here? Because I went to Lorena and yeah. I went to Lorena from New York, so you know, I I knew that if with the right tactics, I could have ran that fucking school. For oh, yeah. sure. you know what I mean? Sure. They're all very country, like you know, yeah. I don't know how it is now, but you know what I mean. It's so same, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was a good move because. Mm -hmm. If I would have stayed here in Waco, no telling where I'd be at right Is now. Is that right? I'd probably be dead or in jail okh. or something. So so when you moved to Lorena, there wasn't really, I mean, you weren't getting, obviously you couldn't get into any trouble, right? Because right. there's nowhere to go and stuff. Yeah, nowhere to go. And yeah. I didn't know nobody there. How did so. it do for your brothers? Was it a good move for them or was it too late? Uh, it was a little too late for mm -hmm. them. They were already in, starting to get locked up and okay. get, go to prison and stuff. So. Right. So if, if it was that bad for them and it was early enough to make a change in your life, Gabriel, um, how were you able to relish that going forward? I mean, how were you able to just kind of stay out of all the trouble and the drama and, you know, get a hold of your life? I mean, were you the good kid and everybody else was the black sheep? Or? Actually, I was I was real bad when I was little. Really? Yeah. So okay. like I said, my brothers and them were 18 when I was eight. Okay. You know, so I was trying to chill around with them and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they'd be out there drinking and smoking right, right. and stuff, and I'll be out there trying to, hey, let me hit it. Let trying me, to hit the blunt me, and stuff? Yeah. yeah. They'd be like, you're too little. But they, Here, but hit it. But they let you anyway. Yeah, and they'll, <laughs> they'll let me hit it, and then they'll be just laughing at me and right, stuff. Right, right, yeah. So so did drugs ever become a part of your life where it would, like, consumed you or alcoholism or anything like that? Yeah, I, mm. I smoking. Okay. I smoked a lot, you know, and uh, smoked till I was... 
the beginning of this year, then right. I just kind of put it down. And I was like, we, you know what? What were we smoking? What was the hardest you've ever done? Uh, just smoking weed. Oh, it was just weed. Yeah. Okay. So it was never like any hard drugs. Or no, no like hard that. drugs. Or no, I got you. Yeah. But yeah, so I smoked, and at the beginning of this year, I was just kind of like, you know, mm -hmm. I used it for depression and all oh, that see. from my parents and them passing, so I started right. smoking a lot more. Okay. I was smoking like a zip probably like every two days. What's a zip? I don't know. A that. zone. No, I don't. I've never smoked weed, so I don't know what that is. <laughs> you guys are going to make fun OZ, of me. OZ of some weed. I was smoking an OZ a day. Like an ounce? Yeah, an ounce. An ounce. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have to school me. I've never done yeah, drugs before. My bad. I, I got the South Waco. No, no, no. I, and, you know, all, uh, the majority of my guests on this show have been from South Waco. Yeah. I think that's how you know the public. Band. But, you know, <laughs> listen, I'll drink with you all day, but don't put no cigarettes, no nothing. I don't know. Smoking was never it for me. I don't know. Yeah. It just I never look. picked up cigarettes. It was just yeah. weed. No, but smoking anything to me is not appealing. You know, what I mean? I'm yeah. all about sex appeal, Gabriel. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so it never got bad. So you never got involved with the drugs, or, or, well, hard drugs. I mean, it was right. smoking a lot. Did it impair a lot of your judgments growing up? Like, did you did you think that it helped you lead to bad decisions? Like, do we have just kids out there that you don't know about and stuff like that, or, or it was no, just never that serious? No, it never got that serious. Yeah. So I like. When they moved me to Lorena, mm -hmm. I started becoming a good kid. Oh, I see. I, to get away from all the negativity and right, stuff, right. I fell into sports. Yeah, so, yeah. Like I said, I was became a stud out there. I was a football stud. <laughs> yeah. You know? Then uh, baseball, I was a freshman on Jeez. the varsity baseball team. Man, Gabriel, let me tell you something. I w you know, when I went to Lorena for the three months I did, they begged me to play football. And I wish I would have played football. I really wish I would have got into sports. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's I'm, that's what helped me stay away from these streets. For sure. I mean, I was never in the street. Well, you know, these legs are in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Jason told me I am for the streets, but <laughs> which I just learned what that was. I learned what spinning the block was. Somebody from South Waco told me he'd spin the block for me. I thought that was really cute. <laughs> I sounded hot in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so when did so so you're back in South Waco now? Yeah. Though. Okay. So at what point were you just like, okay, hey, I'm done living in this country life, and I'm at, I mean, did you go to college? I mean, so. Sports, I know that in Lorena was a big deal. Right. Okay. And so did you ever get any scholarships or anything like that? Did you go to college or were you just like, mm. I had some colleges looking at me and stuff, yeah, yeah. but I left from Lorena in 11th grade. Okay. And I came back to university oh. thinking, uh, you know, bigger school, I could get more scholarships and stuff. <laughs> just got involved with the wrong people and oh, stuff. Oh, really? And okay. Yeah, I started... I thought I could be like my brothers and them growing up, so mm. I started trying to game bang and stuff oh, myself. Really? Okay, got you. Did, yeah. Did that lead to a lot of trouble for you in your life? Uh, it led to a little bit, you know. I, yeah. I, um, friends taking charges for them and stuff, you know, that I shouldn't have, but it's part of really? life, I guess. Do you talk to them now? Yeah, I still talk to them. Really? What was that conversation like? Do you be like, hey, I picked up that that gun charge for you, bitch, and that prostitution charge? Like, like what was? No, when I took the charge, <laughs> I took it. Nah, I never. Talk to him really about it. Right. So, so you guys just let it go. Just they let don't it ever go. tell you that they're sorry or thank you? Nah. I don't know how this works. I'm sorry. You haven't to school me. Nah, they never told me they're sorry or thank I, you. Gabriel, let me tell you something right now. If we go rob the fucking, if we go rob Ali's drive-in right now, shout out to Ali's drive-in, um, and we get caught, bitch, I'm snitching. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're going down together. I don't care. Okay? Yeah, that, my brothers and them always, we always held our own water. So. Oh, okay. So that's just no, the way I'm just, up. Listen, I think that when I... I've never been in a position like that, I will say. Right. And and I've seen people that were in positions like that, though. I've seen people take charges for right. other people. And I just think that we all talk this good game where it's like, oh, no, no, I'm never going to snitch. I think when you're really put in that shit, 
right? Yeah. It, it changes, does yeah. it not? Especially when they hit you with a 10 years or okay. a 15 years. Reality checks in because it yeah. sounds all cute that you're all loyal and shit now, right? And <laughs> believe me, I, I relish loyalty. Don't get me wrong. Right. But if we were both in some shit together, we going down together. I'm going to make that sure in the pack, right? <laughs> For real. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I do. Listen, um, so, so uh, what kind of, uh, did you, you spent time in jail. Yeah, when, I did. When was this? It was just county time. Okay. I did three months, but this was 2007 when I caught my first mm. charge and stuff. So, did it, What was the charge, if you don't mind me asking? It was just ask. possession of marijuana. Oh, okay. We're, like I said, we were young. We were just out at just, the park, like uh, the South Waco Library and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were out there smoking, and the cops okay. rode up on us, and yeah. my friend had like a half or something like that on right. him, and I was like, here, give it to me, and we all took off running, we was all got the, pulled over. Was that the only time you spent in jail, though? Like, yeah, that was the only time So I what was that experience like for you in just those short three months? I mean, did you think, okay, I, I need to stop fucking with these people, or, or how did that work out for you? Yeah, I was like, uh, this just isn't for me. Right. <laughs> you saw a lot of gay shit in jail, didn't you? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. He said he saw his his first bottoming, and he was like, "Oh fuck this, I'm not coming back." I seen a lot of fights in there, and that's really? where I was just like, "Man, you know, this ain't for me." Okay, so, no, what, what, not for the comeback king. Nah, not not the, <laughs> the street fighting. Really, it was never for me. Okay, you do it for sport. Yeah, I just do it for fun. I almost had my first fight. I've said that a hundred times already, but I, I, it's funny to say. <laughs> it is funny to say because I'm not a fighter, Gabriel. I'm really not. Yeah, you're a lover. I very much I am. <laughs> the only time my legs are in the air is. When they're in there, <laughs> <laughs> I am a lover, not a. I no, honestly, like for me, and this is why I like interviewing like fighters, MMA fighters. I've had a plethora of boxers on the show, um, including you. I, I like interviewing you guys because I, I've never had a fight a day in my life. I have, I've shared, I've been assaulted, but I've never had a, a fight. Like, <laughs> like we're about to fucking throw down, right? And so I, I wonder, you who did, who does it? Is it fair to say as a sport, boxing? Yes. Right. Um, you who does it as a sport? I wonder how you're able to to separate like okay we're doing this for entertainment purpose and if you punch me too hard i'm not gonna be upset with you do you see what i'm saying yeah like, my one of my employees that i work at right now he mm -hmm. was like he said the same thing he's like i couldn't just get in the ring with someone knowing that we're about to punch each other in, in the face yes. and at the very end we're gonna shake hands and hug yeah that's what you do, right? Right. Like, all bloody and sweaty, which is, it's kind of hot. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, it's like, okay, hey, I know I broke your job, but good fight. Like, <laughs> like Exactly. Yeah. How? So how were you able to differentiate? Well, first of all, no, no, we're, we're skipping ahead. How did you even get into boxing? You were the star football player, the star baseball player in Lorena. And, you know, you, you move, get into jail, blah, blah. When did boxing start for you? Uh, like I said, I started gangbanging and stuff, mm -hmm. and... I used to make all of us get together because I was like, if we're going to get jumped or something, you got to be able to hold your own. Okay. So we started doing a bunch of like backstreet in the backyard fighting and stuff. Oh, like play fighting? No, like real fighting with gloves and stuff. Oh, oh okay. Boxing. But like boxing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll get in the backyard and do backyard fights and mm -hmm. stuff. And my aunt, um, my aunt Melissa that now passed away, but mm. uh, she came to me and she was like, let me take you to a boxing gym so you ain't got to be doing this in the backyard. <laughs> Maybe you can make some money doing okay. it. Okay. And I was like, okay. So I went to Waco Boxing. and Which one is that? Is that Gilbert or is that Hyman? That's Hyman. That's, okay, shout out to him. He was yeah. on the show. At the time, Hyman was not there. It was right. still his gym and stuff. But it, uh, Tony Montoya was there at shout the time. Shout out to Tony Montoya. I've had all his kids on this show. Yeah. Love him. So, yeah, he yeah. was there at the time. And okay. I started my amateur career with him. Mm. Won uh, Golden Gloves and stuff. Okay. And then uh, won a couple fights. I think my record was like 12-4 and four as an amateur. Oh, wow. And then... Uh, Glenn, 
one of the coaches, he was like, maybe you should turn pro. You know, you're not getting no younger. Or nothing. Right, right. So I was like, most definitely, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. There, that's money in my pocket. Yeah, you know? so for sure. I turned pro, went to Houston to a dude's uh, backyard, and mm -hmm. I lost my first pro fight. Oof. But How was that for you? Did you did you take it pretty hard? Like, did you think your career was over? Yeah, I took it pretty hard. Yeah. And I laid off for a little bit, and then I was like, I can't. I got to get back. That, though. Yeah, I got to get can't. back. So I think so many people mess up with that, though. You know what I mean? I remember when they asked my first commercial on the radio, like where they said we're not airing that. And I thought my whole career was over. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you lose your first pro fight and you, you think that's it for you, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, man, maybe it isn't for me. But then I was like, no, it's for me. Yeah, you got to train harder. You gotta, that's exactly right. I no, just had to train harder. Do you know all the other boxers that have been on my show? I've had, well, you know Jaime Lerma, who came right. in here and, and threw up at the mouth. Who we love. <laughs> <laughs> he just, did you watch that shit? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, the fucking phone calls I got after that. I was like, oh my God. No, and, and, you know, I've had Noni on the show who I love. Noni. Okay, and I love a fucking Carlos Martinez. I, Carlos. Like, I'm obsessed with Carlos Martinez. I think he's a phenomenal, phenomenal boxer. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, for sure. Um, was there anybody in town who inspired you, per se? Uh, Hyman. Hyman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Watching him and his brother, uh, they grew up with my brothers and stuff, so right. I can remember him pulling up whenever he wanted his belt. Right, he pulled up to my house in in on Spade in South Waco and showed his belt to me and my parents and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, man, that's you, that's pretty badass. I want to do that. Did you watch him on the show? Yeah, I did watch. Him okay, what did you think of the episode? <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's him, right? He's a little that, shit that, talker. Listen, I love Jaime Lerma. I love Tony Montoya. I do. Uh, his kids are I fucking Dalen Montoya's episode. I was so drunk. He's amazing. Yeah, Dalen. Um, yeah, uh, Tony and Austin. Yeah, love those guys. Um, I've never met anybody else that he was talking about though. Like I, I've never, honestly, with all due respect, I've never met Gilbert. You know what I mean? But I, I think for Jaime, um, it seems like a lot of those old guys have a lot of unresolved issues. <laughs> Right, yeah. like, like get together, y'all can resolve them. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so much <laughs> politics in y'all sport, honestly. Yeah, you know is. what I mean? There, there is. is, and it's like, what the hell are y'all even talking about? The whole episode is like, <laughs> 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 no, but it was good though, right? Yeah, like, no, it was good. No, and shout out to him though, for real, for sure. Can we talk a little bit? You mentioned that your it's only been a few years since both of your parents have passed away, right? Can we talk a little bit about that and how it affected you? I mean, because so you got into boxing shortly after jail. Right. I'm trying to do the timeline here. And then, um, so this was like in 27? Uh, this was in... 2007, I think is what you said. 2007 was right. when I caught my charge. Okay. And then when I got into boxing, it was like 2011 or so. Okay, so then let's fast forward seven, eight years later. Your parents just passed away. Yeah. Obviously, they played a big role in your life. Correct. Um, can we talk a little bit about that and, and how that affected you and what happened and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was hard, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I lost both of them due to COVID. Oh, wow. I'm and sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. my dad passed. Actually, it'll be three years tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm so sorry. And then my mom mm -hmm. passed two weeks after him. Both so, from COVID. Both of them from COVID. Oh. It was real hard because right. we weren't able to go into the hospital and, like, sit by them and right. stuff because of COVID. So and that's in 2020. So that, that's when COVID, because I started the show in 2020. So I know COVID was just. Yeah, it was real bad. It was popping and off. Stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, they wouldn't let us in the hospital and stuff. Right. So the only we got lucky, some cool nurses and stuff were in there, yeah. and they would do like a video time with us. Oh, and the, stuff, the so. night nurses be like, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. But some of them mm -hmm. were real cool. Like I said, and they let us do. They screenshotted my dad right. and all them for us and sent us you. videos and stuff of them. Okay, so. but that was really like the only that made us feel like we were there with them. Right, right. But that's all we. 
we weren't there physically though. how did how did it affect you when both of your i mean that's i mean just so your dad passes away and now it's like okay mom's barely hanging on and just a couple of weeks later she just succumbs yeah, uh, yeah so my mom she actually got the go into the room with my dad they allowed her oh. since she had covid already okay okay and he was coming real close to the end right so she got to go in there and she held his hand they took a picture and stuff of her and he was she was just like well you know if you gotta go you gotta go and then i think it was like a day later he wanted up passing mm. and the day after that she called me and she was like well they're getting ready to put me on the ventilator and they put her on the ventilator and then about a week and a half after that she passed wow what did that um <laughs> well how do you guys like cope I mean, uh, I mean did, did you lash out afterwards? Did you feel like life was unfair afterwards or For sure, yeah. yeah. I felt like my life stopped, you know. Really? And just going everybody's still going to work and stuff. I was like, "What are y'all doing?" You know, my right. life has stopped, you know. Right, right. Like, but I know life goes on, so. It, it, it's it's like it's unfortunate. I dealt with death just a couple months ago and it's so crazy that we're talking about that because he was on my mind this morning. Heavy, heavy. Shout out to my friend Josh. who was passed away. Um, but, um, oh, I'm getting emotional. Ooh, we're going to have to stop. <laughs> no, we can keep going. It makes you realize how short life is, for sure. Um, for sure. And the shit that we take for granted and the things that we stress out about. For sure. You know what I mean? And it's, like, so unnecessary. Right. Right? And so, um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get myself together. Let me take a drink. <laughs> take one for me. <laughs> yeah, because you can't drink right now, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's unfortunate to say that life doesn't stop. Right. It seems like your world stopped, right? Yeah, for uh, sure. But it doesn't. And yeah. so for Gabriel Resendez, who, you know, is trying to... Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. For Gabriel Resendez, who's trying to um, relish your career in boxing, you know what I mean? How do you how do you move on, Gabriel? Um, I use it I use it as a inspiration now. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm... I'm making the comeback. That's why I'm the comeback king now. I love it. I'm doing it for my parents. Yeesh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gabriel, listen, I have more questions about your boxing career. I want to dive right into it. Okay. I would definitely want to talk about your title as the comeback king because I'm so excited. Where are you going? I love that watch. I'm trying. Thank okay. You. I love that watch. Please buy me one uh, or steal from South Lagos. <laughs> you guys are going to take a quick break when we get back. We're going to learn more about Gabriel's um, boxing career, some of the restrictions that he's on. As you can see, he's not allowed to drink. And, you know, I have. Some other questions for you that, you know, and there's, you're restricted from a lot. So, <laughs> so we're going to learn more about his career and the Comeback King is going to be giving us some more information about his life when we get back here in the Public Affairs. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Here we come. Hey, guys, I hope you're enjoying this exciting episode of the Public Affairs. My very special guest, Mr. Gabriel Resendez. And, uh, you know, it got a little thick in here. We got a little bit emotional, but, you know, we're going to bounce back because he is the Comeback King and we're going to learn more about his career. But before we continue to do so, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of the Public Affairs. Of course, I want to give a shout out. Oh, he's one of our one of our same. We share the sponsor as well. Blue Star RV Services with Manny Guerrero, oh, yes. who I love. Should he come on this show? For sure, he should come on this show, right? For sure, he should come on this show. For sure, Manny, Manny, if you want to come on the show, let me know. He's a mobile RV tech who can fix all RVs, travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and so much more. 
I know better than anybody that when you buy these hoes, they break right away. Something always goes wrong and you can't take it anywhere and you don't want to go through that inconvenience. Just call Blue Star RV Services with Manny Guerrero. He's going to get you taken care of. He knows how to get paid directly through the manufacturer warranty. Super professional and absolutely 100% reliable. Follow on Facebook or call them on the screen to Manny Guerrero at Blue Star RV Services. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Soco Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located at 3304 Franklin Avenue. They offer team, small group, and individual skills training with superb star athletes. I'm talking about pros like George DeLeon. They also have open plays on Mondays and Wednesdays for ages 16 and older. And listen, you guys want to get yourself, your kids into something positive, something productive while they're not in school, right? They offer those services for you. Soco Soccer Academy in South, oh, South Waco. Yeah, they are. Listen, the best there is to be. And the public affair is a proud sponsor of the Soko soccer teams, coached by my brother, Mauro Maldonado, who's coaching champion. So proud of that guy. He's speaking at tomorrow's conference. Soko Soccer Academy, thank you so much for all you do for me in the public affair. I truly appreciate it. Of course, ooh, to one of my new sponsors, Strike a Post Photography with Myra Rosales. Uh, she's a digital photo booth business, perfect for parties, private events, corporate events, and so much more. It's super fun, convenient, and easy. You don't have to wait for the picture to print out. You don't have to wait for her to get you the proofs. She goes right to your phone, and you can post them immediately. Strike a Post Photography with my girl, Myra Rosales. She is waiting for you to book right now. Call with and book with the number on the screen. Follow on Facebook at Striker Post Photography 23. Tamira Rosales, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair, of course, to Jay Petto and Poke with Junior Fuentes, Thomas Roberts, and the entire family who provides delicious, savory Japanese crepes and poke. Aren't they amazing? It's, they're it's, perfect, right? Because it's delicious. Yeah, you can eat them all the time because yes. it's fresh and it's healthy. Yes. And it has all the protein. Oh, I love rolling around in all my love own the custom. shrimp and crab. Oh, the shrimp and crab. Yeah. Yes. No, their steak is like unrivaled. Oh, oh my God. I haven't oh, tried it. I get to. the fucking steak. It's going to make you like do things to yourself oh, it's man. amazing <laughs> listen you can choose from a menu item or create your own like i like to do because i like to be in controlled locations at university park drive and hewitt drive you can order online at jpedaltx.com to junior friend says and thomas roberts thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the public affair and don't forget to download the new jpedal app hello it makes ordering a lot more quicker and convenient of course to ana limones with hummingbird party backdrops and decor call for all party decor including beautiful balloon props, giving an extra flair to your party or event with a number of wooden backdrops and so much more. That girl puts her all into all these events and you want to make sure that your parties and events are standing out. Of course, with Hummingbird Party backdrops and decor, my girl, Ana Limones, thank you so much for all your support of the public affair. I truly, truly appreciate you. All right, guys, we got more with Mr. Gabriel Resendez here. He's the comeback king and he's out there whooping ass to make sure everybody knows that you don't want to be face-to-face with him in the ring. Listen, I know tons of Resendezes. Are you are related to all the Resendezes? Yes. Is that do you know Juliana Resendez? Is, is that yes, your cousin? That's my cousin. Can I tell you that I love her? She's 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 extra, right? But I love her. She's extra, <laughs> but yeah, I love her too. No, I don't give a fuck. I fucks with her. You know, we had like the worst relationship in the beginning. I, we couldn't stand each other. Well, I couldn't, you know, I don't <laughs> she's crazy. She's no, you, you you know what it is with her, like that I fucks with though? Like She's kind of like me. You either love it or you hate it. That's right. That too fucking bad. Right. You, there is no in between. This is how we are. Deal with it. No sugarcoating. Right. There is no sugarcoating. Very right. direct. And I think that's what I love to appreciate about her. Do you know? I, I finally got reconnected with her just actually a couple nights ago. She called me and um, she she's done so much for the public affair. Honestly, amidst the the little thing that we had, which is, we already addressed. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, I, I love her. Moses, is that your cousin? Uh, that's my brother. Moses is your brother? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, that's my oldest brother. Okay, I have something to tell you after this. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I just, you know, I, I know Moses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does, he's like a Christian rapper now, right? Yeah. Yeah. We used to work OG at the Ministries. same job. We used to work at the same full-time job. Oh, for real? We did. Yeah. At uh, Funtown? 
we used to work at the same full-time job. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so anyway, look, um, I, I want to talk to you about your boxing career. <laughs> You're cute. I want to talk to you about your boxing career. I love my full-time job. Let me shut the fuck Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there. I was there, too. Were you there? Yeah. What'd you do there? I was uh, the hitch guy. Were you really? Yeah. You should come back. We'll uh, talk about it after this. No, yeah, it's, I, listen. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about it. Listen, the... <laughs> I'm the comeback king, but I yeah. won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> I just admitted to all my viewers that that's where I work now. That's oh. the best job. Like Sorry. I just yeah. no, it is. Like I like it's. <laughs> it's a good job, though. It is a good. I'm job. still in the RV business myself. So are you really? Yeah. Are you helping Manny or what's going uh, on? No, I work at RV Station now. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what it is? Um, because they fuck with this show. They know that this show is my first and foremost. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I really can't have it any better. Yeah. I, I work with my best friend uh, every day. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I, I don't know a damn thing about RVs. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, no, okay, listen, listen. Okay, Gabriel, um, thank you so much again for coming on to the show. Now, I want to talk to you about a lot of the restrictions that you have as a boxer. We mentioned earlier when we were talking about your parents, um, you know, you asked me to take a drink for you. You're not allowed to drink, right? Right. You, obviously, you can't be smoking no weed no more, no nothing. No more. Okay, so um, you can't even, like, have sex. Right. And But you're married. Married. This is crazy to me. And yeah. I, I talk with this to all the boxers about being cockstrong, right? I love that term. I think it's just so cute. Um, and, and so so how do the restrictions, I know that they play a vital role in your career, right, yeah. as a boxer, but how do they affect your personal life? Like, I mean, Gabriel, like, <laughs> we're men. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. hard, but uh, my wife, is she she's all for me, uh, following my career and my dreams. So she's all down, so. I, you know, shout out to the wife though, because if my man's was a boxer, I understand that you can't, that's the one thing you're not going to be able to, yeah. Stop, yeah. Do, do you really think that not having sex really does play a vital role in your performance as a boxer? Oh, it just depends. Some, mm. some boxers believe that they, they could do it. Like Tyson right. Fury, uh, the heavyweight champion right now, he mm -hmm. says he does it two to three times a day still. He still so, has sex. Yeah. So what, why can't you practice the same thing? I feel like you just need that. You need all them, all the extra energy you could get. You know? So okay, so wait. So when's your next fight? It's in August, isn't it? August. So you have to wait till after August. Yeah. So uh, yeah, at least six weeks. So okay, I have a question. Does the wife have it on calendar? Like, all right. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> do you have it on calendar? Yeah. So wait, how, how do? No, oh, I have. You know, this. I always be having questions. Hold on, my glasses got fogged up. So so, what are you doing to maintain? Are you just taking your? Oh, uh, I sleep at. Towards her feet. <laughs> no, are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm just no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, Gabriel, please. I know I'm being a little bit intrusive with the questions, but I really do want to know because you know, you, you guys obviously you perform really well in the ring, right? right. And, and you're, uh, listen, Gabriel, I'm not being gay with you, but you're you're good looking, okay? And so, Thank you. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you know, I'm sure your wife is just as good looking. But you know, how do you how do you resist temptation to not be? You know, we're men. We're listen. We're we're some niggas. We we hoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? All we want to do is f. That's all. You oh, know, well, I got four girls, so I got 24 security around the house. So. Oh, so so you just use them? Yeah. So they, as soon as the door closes, like, knock knock knock. Oh, okay. Mom, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? So, so how long have you had to practice abstinence while you've been in your career? I mean, was it something that you practiced since the beginning or? Uh, no. It just, just for this fight, really. Yeah. So normally, you know, it wouldn't matter, so. Okay, I got you. That sucks. Yeah. No, I'm really sorry. Does it affect your marriage sometimes? Your no. relationship? Like, I think it makes us stronger. I think it makes us stronger. Really? That we could, we know that we could wait for each other. Yeah. 
<laughs> How long you been married, Gabriel? I've been married for 16 years. I think that is so cute that yeah. you guys are waiting for each other. After we'll, be on, we'll be on 17 years yeah. next year. So February. I'm just saying, so after the fight, win or lose, you're about to go to Pound Town. Is that what's going on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I get back from Wyoming. Yeah, is that right? Is she going to Wyoming with you? No, she's staying. No, you should take her to Wyoming with you. No, no, no. Take her to Wyoming with you. And then, baby, you know, we're going on this trip. And whether I get my ass beat or I win. Now, if I win, I'm putting a baby in you. I win gonna... regardless. <laughs> no, I think that's so cute. Okay. So, but but you do obviously like to partake in some drinking, though, correct? Yes. And, and and so I'm sure the homies, you know, again, in South Waco, listen, we like to party. You know right. what I mean? And so do, do you do are they respectful of the fact that you can't do these things right now? I, it was kind of hard to, mm -hmm. you know, for them at first. But now they kind of know. But they know I'm I'm serious about really my serious comeback. about this. OK. But at first they were like, come on, man. We're, we're right. over here at, at my friend Perry. The platypus. Come on, man. Where's the platypus? It's in uh, Hewitt. It's his, it's, I live it's his, in it's his own the, little bar that yeah, he got in his garage. I live in here. I never heard no platypus. Yeah, what the fuck is the platypus? I'm about to go look for the... Mason, Google the platypus. I want to look for the platypus. <laughs> yeah, we go over there and yeah. get drunk. And okay. So now he knows. They Like yesterday, they were there, and he didn't invite me. Right. And I, now, I sent them a message like, I don't, I don't get no invite now. Now, Gabriel, I'm going to tell you something right now. I know the platypus is far from South Waco, so if you ever need a ride home, you can just call me, okay. and I'll come pick you up. Sweet. Yeah, that, that I don't practice abstinence. <laughs> well, no, no, excuse me. I, I, for the record, and my friends make, they've been making fun of me for this. I have been practicing abstinence. <laughs> and it's been the worst thing ever. Don't oh, do yeah. it. Don't do it. All my viewers, do not not have sex if you're already not a virgin. It is the worst shit. Gabriel, vouch for me here. It, it sucks. I'm about to burst at the seams. Like, I might like take advantage of him like <laughs> and there will be a different comeback king if you know what i mean okay, <laughs> okay comeback king how do we relish that name what where, what is that about why do you call yourself that i mean uh i've been out of boxing since 2017 so okay. i just felt like it felt it fit fit it you mm -hmm. know i'm trying to make my comeback and i always called myself the lion so a lion is a king so Oh. So comeback king, it just kind of made sense. But you should say a lobo because it sounds a lot more seductive and sophisticated. Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's wolf, but still. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no, you should, though. Okay. So but so boxing was obviously a big part of your life for a long time. Then you fell off. Right. Now, when you fell off, what were you doing? Were you, were you getting in? Were you back into trouble or were you just kind of like? No, I was just or? working, you know, taking care of the kids, right. working 40 to 60 hours every week. So. It was just kind of... At that RV place? Yeah, I was at... You know, I've been every RV place already. Uh, okay. So. I think that's so cute that that's what y'all do. Like, I'm once I'm done at that place, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to another one. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, they pay good money, so... Yes. Yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> no, no, I will say, like, I, I just think that, you know, as the comeback king, though, I mean, you have your fight in August. August. Now, this is a professional fight. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so are you scared of losing? Uh, no, I don't think about it. All I all I got on my head is winning. Okay. Now, what if you do lose? Like, so does that does that affect you? As the, like, do you think that people won't take you as serious, or do you just come back ten times harder? Or I come back ten times harder. I'm not saying that you're gonna lose, Gabriel. I really no. no I want I you to know that I'm rooting for you. We're we're across the street from each other. At our, you know. I'll send you stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, I'll go over there and visit. Sweet. Make sure they all watch the show, please, and tell them tell them that guy is across the street. I will. Are any of them down to, like, get with this? 
You think? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being gay. I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, what is your what is your state uh, your thoughts on the state of boxing, Gabriel? Um, you know, I know a lot of people that they become. There's a lot of professional boxers that are really cocky with it. You know what I mean? I'll never lose a fight. I'll lose a fight, whatever. And then there's some people who are just doing it for the sport. Um, do you think that there's people who brand and market themselves the wrong way? And do you think you're doing the right thing in marketing yourself? Uh, yeah, you could do it the wrong way, but I feel like I'm doing it the right way. You okay. know, I started off just promoting myself and then I got hit up by a promotion mm -hmm. that, that they wanted me to fight for them. And it was all the perfect timing and stuff. Right, so yeah. Now, now I'm promoting myself hard, super hard on the, on Facebook, all social I mean, media. I haven't seen anything outside of that which is good i think you're promoting yourself really really well do you do you never want to come off too cocky do you think you have come off too cocky has there been a humbling moment for you in your career uh yeah there's been a humbling moment as a matter of fact uh thursday i went uh you know i got humbled real quick i went thursday sparring mm -hmm. sparred a dude that is nine and oh and with oh, five wow. knockouts and, you know, who was that is he from here He's from Colleen, Texas. Oh, yeah, you know, they, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a top prospect right now. Mm -hmm. And I uh, went down there, you know, and I guess I kind of, with the social media, the comeback king, and yeah, yeah. exposed myself a lot. I guess I did kind of feel a little cocky, but. I got you. You can't be too cocky in this business. No. Because it only takes one punch. Right, right. And so did he knock you out? No, he didn't knock me out, yeah. but, you know, he, he put a, he gave, he got the best of me. I got you, I got you. So what is what is going on in your mind while you're in the ring, though, Gabriel? I mean, because we talked earlier about you having to differentiate, um, not taking it so personal, and people, you know, like, you know, if he punches me too hard or he comes off a little bit too cocky, I can't like let that affect me. I talked to an MMA fighter, Luis Robles, on the show, and and he said that you you can get that way. Yes. You know what I mean? Where you can get too cocky and it affects you. Yeah. If you're mad in the ring, it affects you. Right. Are you never mad in the ring? I try not to get too mad in the ring. Okay. I just try to have fun. I got you. So when you guys are doing... <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you're thinking of in the ring? Like <laughs> no, I, yeah. I'm trying to have fun and just okay. uh, let my skills do the rest. Is there is there a, a blanking state when you're in the ring? Like, do you... Do you black out for lack of a better term or or do you or is it more of an entertainment value like okay i have to like make sure everybody watching me knows i am that nigga like i'm about to i'm about to whoop this, this bitch's ass you know what i mean like uh yeah i kind of black out sometimes you know and but i try to keep my ears open so i'm listening to my corner yeah because in the middle of the ring you want to be listening to your corner that's the main thing so you want to find your coach's voices out of everybody's voice oh really but Sometimes it could get hard. You'll black out, and then you'll go back to your old school fighting styles. And I stuff, got you. So. so you are able to kind of just like black all that out, mute all that out, and the only person you're able to hear is your coach. Yes. That's now, who is your coach? With. Can we give him a shout out? Uh, right now, I'm training at the WBA with Gilbert. Shout out to him. I've never met Gilbert. I would love to meet Gilbert. I would. I've never. No. No. None of the episode came out. That was like over a year ago. <laughs> Stop. Okay. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that, Gabriel. Ill. Don't do me. All right. <laughs> I would love to meet Gilbert. I really would. I would love to come by that boxing gym, and I would love to meet them all. I really yeah, he's would. a good guy. No, he is a good. I'm, I've heard nothing but good things. Right? Are you training with? You training with George? Yes. Correct. Okay. So do you do you do you stick to one boxing gym, or do you do? You, I mean, because you know, I I'm really good friends with Coco at Montezuma Boxing. Have you trained there? No, I haven't trained there. You should go. Uh, I would love to go. It's just, you know, they got a lot of kids, so 
Oh yeah, they do. So it's kind of like, uh, which bag can I get? Which bag I don't, can I, don't I get? know. Yeah, because sometimes the kids with the adult and they're like teenagers and eight year olds and I don't know. Yeah, they seem to hold their own against each other. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you know what I mean, I've seen some of them. They came down and sparred, mm-hmm. so I've seen them spar right. and stuff. Have you had any beef with any other boxers or anything similar in town or out of town? But did somebody kind of take it too serious and you were like, hey, back no. the fuck off? You know what I mean? No, I don't. I don't take nothing personal. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So so okay. So when you're in the ring and you're winning, or, or you know you're boxing or whatever, and you're able to kind of just like stop everything around you at that moment. You know what I mean? Is that a skill that you had to relish over the years? Is that a skill that you had to learn over the years, or how do you learn to do that? Uh, practice. Right. So sparring and stuff. You know, we go to different gyms, try to spar, and they got everybody in there. Mm-hmm. Rounding, surrounding the gym and yeah. they'll be taking pictures recording and stuff i just try to zone everything out and yeah for sure pay attention just straight to my coach's voice do you think that as a are you a pro box you're a pro boxer correct do you think as a pro boxer you're getting dated because of your age yeah 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 that's why i was like you know the comeback king so you know i'm coming back i'm not as young as i used to be right so i try to brand myself pretty much yeah and Pretty much brand myself and make the comeback serious. That's what I'm saying, though. Do you think that it's going to be hard to do that? Do you think that that other people scouting for more pro boxers, do you think they kind of overlook you because of your age and stuff like that? Or Yeah, because of my age. make you work and... ten times harder, I guess, is the, ask, the answer, the question that I'm asking. Yeah, because of mm-hmm. my age, they do kind of mm-hmm. go, well, you know. And then my record, you know, I'm yeah. only one and one as a pro, so I don't have a lot of pro fights. Right, for sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm my age and then it's hard to find a fight yeah i got you i got you okay well listen god Gabriel, i've had the best time with you here on the public affair um you know so we got the the pro fight coming up in august 26 august 26 okay talk to us a little bit about that where is it at can we buy tickets are we live streaming it how do you feel about it is this your first pro fight as the comeback king or yeah this is my first fight as the comeback king okay you could stream it on fightsmash.com Fight TV mm-hmm. or Star Endorsement. We're not on pay per view yet. It's a it's a pay per view. Okay. Hector Macho Camacho Jr. is gonna be on it. That's a cute name. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, his dad was a legend. So okay, got you. Yeah, he fought all the best: Julio Cesar Chavez, Oscar De La Hoya, and everybody. Oh wow! So, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Now, are you excited about that fight? Do you do you do you think that when this fight is said and done, do you think that this is gonna be a pivotal moment in your career as either a step up or we're done here? No. Okay. This is this is just a comeback. So yeah. win or lose, I'm I'm it's I'm in back. it full one hundred percent. So I'm not gonna that. stop. Good. Now Gabriel, I do need a personal bodyguard, so make sure that you're available for me. Okay. <laughs> At my events. Okay. And now that I know that we are a lot closer than we think we are. <laughs> I'm gonna sure. make sure I use you a lot. Listen, I got Gab- you. Gabriel, I had such a good time. Is there anything else that you can leave with <laughs> Is there anything that you can leave us with before we go? Do you wanna give any shout outs or anything? Is there anything I missed out on? Uh, no, did good. Uh, I feel like he said I did good. That's cute. <laughs> uh, just a shout out to Star Endorsements for sign and signing me over. Yeah, and uh, Fight Smash is where you want to get the stream, and Fight TV. Yeah, I'm ready to put on a show August 26th. And shout out to all your sponsors. We share a few. Yeah, shout out to sure. all your sponsors. I think that's so great that you have so many sponsors. Yeah, I got got a, quite a few, man. Do you know them off the top of your head? Uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't either. No, I don't. When I do other podcasts, I have to have my iPad. I fucking forget. You know what I mean? I got, I got a few of them. So I'm yeah, 
Listen, Gabriel, I had the best time with you. Thank you so much for coming on to The Public Affair. And I, I wish you all the best in your boxing career, honestly. And, you know, as the comeback king, whether you win or lose these pro fights or whatever the case is, I hope that you're able to to really just relish in that. Relish in your, in your comeback. You know what I mean? And really stay focused and, and do your thing. And then, you know, once you're done with your boxing... <laughs> Who's on your before we go? Who's on your chain? That's a cute chain. Uh, this is my mom and dad. Oh, so you hold them with you there all the all time? All the time. Do you fight with you? Can't fight with that on. I can't fight with it on, okay. but they go to the ring with me. Oh, that's so cute. Well, listen, congratulations to you and all your successes and all your endeavors going forward. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for taking your time to come on to the public affair. Might have to give Gabriel a ride home. So I told him we we're gonna get cheeseburgers. <laughs> for sure. It's my I've definitely day. had to pick, yeah, I've had to pick guests up and then you know, whatever. <laughs> Anything to come on to the public affair. Thank you guys so much again for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And of course, I've got more on the way before we go. I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Brothers Roofing and Remodeling with Jesus Sanchez, all the way from Mark, Texas. He's a small construction business specializing in general roofing needs and so much more. Protect your home from the crazy elements of the Texas weather with high quality and affordable work. He's servicing all the local areas. Follow on Facebook and call the number on the screen to my boy Jesus Sanchez with Brothers Roofing and Remodeling. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to Boyo Boxing Audio, my boy Jeffrey Monreal, home for all your LED needs and auto accessories, installation of stereo door speakers and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and so much more. He's definitely a jack of all trades with your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. Make sure you hit up my boy Jeffrey Monreal, who's made my car super side piece-ish. That dark, the 5% tint. You can't see nothing. Coco told me. So, <laughs> no, I didn't do anything with him. I'm just, uh, I was at Montezuma. And he said he couldn't see the front of the windshield. Just to, <laughs> okay. to listen to Jeffrey Monroe. Thank you so much for sponsoring the episode, this episode of The Public Affair. And of course, I want to give a huge shout out and thanks to Waco Made Contracting with my boy Jay Perez. Amongst a plethora of services, Jay offers amazing granite, quartz, countertops, backsplashes, and so much more. And if you call him right now and you tell him that you saw this ad, he's going to offer you a special public affair pricing all you have to do is let him know that you saw this advertisement he's a jack of all trades and is ready to help you take care of whatever you need for your house whenever you need it to my boy jay perez thank you so much for all you do for me in the public affair bro. i truly appreciate you of course to the comeback king thank you so much for coming on to the show i really appreciate i hope you had a good time i did shout out to your family thank okay you. shout out to um rv station your job <laughs> are you gonna quit there and, and become pro is, is that the goal here or uh, the money's right. If the money's right. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Listen, all we're going to say is shout out to the Comeback King. Best of luck to you, but don't forget to always keep it between us. <laughs>